This meeting is being recorded. Hello, ladies, fellas, fans, subscribers, likers, watchers, everything. Welcome to the Football Frame of Mind podcast. I'm your host, Cameron. This is the other host, Brandon, on whichever side I pointed to. <laughs> but that's... <laughs> This is Football Frame My Podcast, man. We're doing, uh, we're going to give a little college football love today, man. But before we get started, man, we got to give a shout out to our sponsors, man. Uh, Off the Ball Network being the first one uh, because they have given us an opportunity to, uh, to branch out, man, talk to different fans, man. Everybody on the network, specifically in the the football uh, space, has been really cool, man. They let us kind of do our power rankings every every week, which gives us, you know, a chance to really, really just like compare notes in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you feel about this team, this team, this team, whatever. But our conversations are really cool, man, especially, you know, during Saturdays and Sundays and sometimes Mondays. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, big shout out to them, man. We love the opportunity, man. Uh, but our second sponsor, man, is U.S. Bets or Bet U.S. Either way, they some good people, man. Um they gave us the opportunity, man, to carry on their mission of being one of the the best uh, sports books out there, man. I mean, if you're into sports gambling, sports betting, sports books, they are the way to go, man. Uh, I mean, 30 years plus in this business, man, you can't go wrong with that, man. So check out our link, man. They have a deal for like... Uh, 30 plus uh, free bets that they'll give you using our promo code. So check it out, man. Won't be disappointed. So, but before we get into all of this college football stuff, how you doing, bro? Man, the boys are back in town, ball. We back. We've been doing a lot of uh, recording on our own time, man. Very, very, very. Busy schedules, unfortunately. We would much rather be on here with each other, but, you know, sometimes life happens and we have to do what we have to do. Uh, just I just would appreciate if you guys would just show us some love, man. We've just been trying to grind and get you guys a lot of content, but uh, we're really excited to be here today. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's really cool, man. we kind of grown a lot uh, throughout the last uh, couple of weeks, man. Closing in on 10,000 subscribers, man, so... You guys can really hit that like and subscribe button, man. We really appreciate it, man, because it's we've got a lot of content, man, for everybody. Anything you want, we got it, man. So don't forget to do that, man. But glad to be back face-to-face, uh, screen-to-screen, however you want to call it, man. Uh, it's good to be back, man. Uh, busy schedules, but we're going to get it together, man. So. Uh, we're going to start today's show with, uh, the recap, man, of, of last week's action, man. So, uh, I'll start, you know, I have to do my Alabama rant, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not really a rant because I kind of, 
expect games to be like this for the rest of the season. I mean, until like we get a quarterback that can really attack a defense through the air. I mean, that's just kind of what the game is, man. I mean, this ain't a military academy where you're going to be triple optioning all day. Like it's great army, bro. Yeah. Army, Navy, <laughs> Air Force, like even Air Force has like a passing offense now. I think I don't even think they, I don't even think they do triple option no more. So I think they run the air raid. So yeah, man. So, I mean, I like Jalen Milrow. I mean, he has an arm, man, but it's like, for him to even be a draftable player, he's got to take a next step. I mean, you look mm-hmm. at players like Cam Newton. Cam Newton could do everything Jalen Milrow do with his legs. I mean, mm-hmm. everything. And I actually think that Jalen Milrow is a faster player. I don't think he's a better runner than Cam because Cam had like this ability to – just like he was almost like he was playing running back when he ran the ball, literally. He had mm-hmm. a way of just feeling where defenders were, and his quickness wasn't really a hesitation, right? So I kind of really compare Jalen Miro to kind of RG3 in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. When we talk about running ability, because RG3, although he could run, if he wasn't like he couldn't go left, and then turn right and then take off, right? He had a straight line speed. That's what kind of Jay Lamiro has. He doesn't really have a a quick twitch like a, a Cam Newton had. So it's a straight line speed. If it's there and he hit it, he gone. But to get him side to side, he don't really have that for real. You know, so when you don't have that, RG3 had an arm. <laughs> so he could throw the ball, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he could really attack a defense, you know what I'm saying, with his arm. So, for Jalen Miro to be a draftable player, and I don't get me wrong, I think somebody might take a chance on him, you know, just off the fact that he's that athletic. And, I mean, shoot, you know what I'm saying? He took a chance on Michael Vick, and he turned into one of the greatest players yep. ever in the game, you know what I'm saying? So, it just happens sometimes, you know what I'm saying? You never know. But I think he'll be a draftable player, but for him to have the success in the next level like he wants to, he has to be able to pass the ball, man. He has to scare a team, you know what I'm saying? But I think for Mm -hmm. this season alone, for us to really, like, go far like we want to, I think it has to do a lot with our defense, man. Like, we are playing lights out. Now, we ain't playing 2020 defense. Or 2016 or 11 or 09 defense because it's still some things we can work on. But over the last three seasons, I think this is probably the best defense we've had. So I look forward to seeing how much they can grow and how good they can play, man. I'm really proud of Caleb Downs, man. Um, I mean, to be a freshman playing, you got to be a bad dude. Especially at safety. Saving don't let safeties play as professional mm-hmm. unless you're really good. And we're talking like Minka Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. good. Like people don't understand how good Minka was as a freshman, but you got to be that good to see the field as a freshman or be the best player at that position. But I think he's really 
really good, man. I think he's going to be most likely a freshman All-American this year, man. I'd be surprised if he wasn't because he's made a lot of plays, like a lot of tackles, man. So, I mean, I don't know how many tackles he has right now, but I bet it's probably in the 30s. And with the games we got left, he can easily be a 60-tackle safety, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, and then you got your Dallas Turners, you know what I'm saying, and Chris Braswell's. Like, those guys are really good edge rushers and everything. So, like I said, defense is what I'm really looking forward to, man. Like, offense, I'm not worried about it, man. I mean, we just going to have to get – you're going to have to get better. That's it. You're going to have to get better, man. And actually – I think the run game has been stagnant, too, if you ask me. You know what I'm saying? I think we should let little Justice Haynes get some get some shine, man. I mean, just a different different back, different skill set. I mean, I like Jace McClellan. I like Roy, Roy Dale Williams. But they like the same dude. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The same running back. That's it. I mean, they can catch. I mean, Jace can catch a lot better than Roy Dale can. But it's like... They do this jump cut type of running back style, right? And mm-hmm. when I seen Justice Haynes play like in the spring game, it wasn't too much jump cutting. It was just like straight downhill. I'm just running. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And and I get it. Spring mm-hmm. game is not like a thing, but I mean Roy Dell and what's the name ran like the same way in the spring, you know what I'm saying? Or spring practice, whatever, like they run the same way. But, like, you know, Justice Haynes might be a shot in the arm we need. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you need that. Like a different a different back that just can do different things, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. It just You just need it sometimes, you know? And maybe that'll open up the passing game for Jalen Miro to really get comfortable because he doesn't have to do that. But I feel like, for us to really take the next step forward, he's going to have to make those throws in the middle, third, mm-hmm. or in between the seams and all that stuff. Like, he has to make those throws, man. Gotta be. I mean, your boy. He's got to develop as a passer. You know, your boy Jane Daniels is doing that. I was really impressed with some of the throws he was making, man. But, you know, even him. He's a straight line runner. He's not really a juker or a finesse runner. Like he's not like that. Straight down the field. As soon as he go, he goes straight. Ain't no jucking. Ain't no jiving. He's just straight down the field. So I like that. You know what I'm saying? Pick up what you can. I feel like Jalen be thinking too much. But I mean, we got the win, so I'm excited about that. I mean, that makes me feel good. Uh, but. Going against Tennessee, man. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, they 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 got an offense, man. I don't know if they have the trigger man this year to really do that, but we'll get that into the preview thing. So, mm-hmm. recapping your team, the LSU Tigers. Tell me about so, that. That was an interesting matchup because. As you know, Auburn's got weapons, man. They've got two guys who could literally be their starter. They've got Peyton Thorne as a starter, transfer from Michigan State. And they still have Robbie Ashford. They used him in certain packages and stuff like that, too. Uh, 
the defense didn't look horrible, but we still see instances of where you can put a team away and your secondary is still struggling. But I don't fully put on the secondary because, man, guys like Mason Smith and some of these other guys on the line, we're not getting a good enough push on the trenches. We're not getting a good push on the line of scrimmage to where these guys are having too much time. And damn there, any other quarterback in the country, man, you give them time in the pocket, they're going to end up finding somebody. It, it's just it's just the way the game is. But, man, when that offense hit the light switch, when LSU's offense hit the light switch, they did not – they put the foot on the gas, man. I mean, Jaden Daniels looked really good throwing the ball, putting that ball in places – but for neighbors and Thomas and some of these other guys, we were able to get the run game going to an extent with guys like Diggs. John Emery finally came back. I didn't know. All of a sudden, he was four, and he stuck. I'm like, okay. But, man, like, they, they could not – Auburn could not contain – they could not contain Daniels. Daniels needs to get an invite to New York for that Heisman because I'm not saying he should win it, but, man, his stat lines have been crazy. In the beginning of the season, I was starting to get a little skeptical. I'm like, oh, was last year kind of a fluke, or are we starting to regress a little bit as a passer? And I find LSU's offensive line started to play a lot better because they weren't protecting him that well. And they still struggle to an extent, but, man, he is a hell of an improviser with them legs, man. And he's not always looking to run first. There were throws where I've seen him roll out the pocket, and he throws against his body, and he puts it on the freaking money. And he's looking a lot better as a passer, being able to read defenses. And, man, there's times where I'm thinking he's going to get blown up. Like, he's he's getting past that freaking line of scrimmage. I'm like, okay, he's taking off. I'm thinking, all right, he's going to get hit. Nah, he's freaking taking it 20, 30, 40 yards downfield. He's beating everybody out. I mean, I think they should have won by more. But I was really impressed with the way the offense rolled. Like, this is – LSU's got a very explosive offense when all everything's – Tick him like not many defenses can contain them. Their Achilles heel is their secondary and that push on the defensive line. But I mean, dude, they're they're impressing and we're starting to come up on some of these harder games. Not this week. We've got to play Army, but you're gonna start getting to the end of the year. You're gonna see Alabama and some of these other teams that definitely are gonna challenge that offense. And man, they're gonna challenge LSU secondary and we'll see how that goes. But man, I was really impressed. With the way he commanded the offense, man, they just kept it rolling, kept it rolling. They didn't take their foot off their neck, man. They just kept the gas going for sure. And I'm really looking forward to see how they take it from here. Can they continue to improve in defense? Are we going to start regressing? Can the secondary figure it out? Because when you start getting to teams like how you said Alabama, if Jalen Milrow starts putting the pieces together as a passer, with the weapons he's got at receiver, that could be very dangerous. So, yeah. So I'm not going to be a hater because I, I do like LSU, but I can't, I can't pick, I can't pick them. It's always, it's always go Army, bro. It's always, always be, always go Army. Well, you know what? Yeah. Then we'll be okay then because Army don't throw the ball. <laughs> so we'll be good then. <laughs> Bruh, hey, hey, all right. You sleeping on you sleeping on a passing game when they run like a hundred runs and then just pop out and throw it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They they still line up in triple option, but then they run the play actually like, oh crap. Like, like oh, oh man, they actually oh, the <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but the way y'all secondary playing, y'all better be woke because <laughs> 
they gonna run that one pass play, and that's probably gonna mm-hmm. be the one they better be paying attention to. So this but, this needs to be a game where that defense can kind of. I'm not gonna say it's a take back game, but I think this is a good game for the secondary to be like, okay, look, this is let's figure out what we're doing wrong now instead of we start getting into the game or two after that where you can't do that at all or you will get torched. I mean, I don't know, man. Y'all gonna have to, like, look, I'm not picking, I'm not, like I said, I pick Army. I'm always supportive of the Army, but they gotta, like, speaking of y'all, y'all have to, like, really make them into fourth and long. Because they're going for fourth downs, if it makes sense. So if it's fourth and two, they probably. Oh, yeah, they're going to run that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So as long as y'all keep Army, like, from fourth and five or whatever, then, you know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you've seen how, like, a couple years ago, Army played against, like, uh, what's that, Michigan? And they almost beat them. I was like, oh, but that was that was like NCAA fourteen army. That's what that was because you yeah. know how they're like OP in the game where they freaking go win it like national championships like crazy. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, like, so playing these playing these military academies ain't easy at all, man. Mm-hmm. So, no, man, so, because it's unpredictable. Yeah, so you gotta like, like I would. Not worry, but I would worry if y'all can't get no penetration like y'all supposed to, because that's going to be the key to like y'all winning by a lot or y'all scraping by. Right. Battle in the trenches. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, typically, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. It's all about discipline too. playing a triple option, man. So. Like I said, y'all defense up front has been playing really good. So I think y'all be cool. It's just mm-hmm. like, you know, that second level, second, third level. Mm-hmm. Like that's where you're going to need. I think the linebackers are good, man. It's just with the corners and safeties. We're just still trying to figure that yeah. out. Yeah. And then with like the fact that Army's a running team, like your corner's going to have to make some tackles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially if they pushing the ball outside and the flats yeah, and all that, they're you know gonna have to those up. sweeps and all of that pitches and all that, mm-hmm. like tosses and stuff. Paying attention, so I hope that Brian Kelly is preaching that, like, yo, y'all gotta pay attention, stay awake because the pitch is coming or the keeper is coming, like, or the full back dive, whatever, it's coming down mm-hmm. in the shoot counter and stuff like that. So, you know, you got to be paying attention. But like I said, I expect y'all to win, mm-hmm. but I'm still mm-hmm. go on. <laughs> I want to ask you, yeah, go army. I want to ask you about one of these other games, man. And I think this is the game that me and you put a big asterisk next to back in July. And that's Oregon and Washington. What you thought about that? thought it was I thought it was good man I mean from what I did see uh landing was too aggressive and it kind of cost them a little bit so you know 
you can be aggressive. And I think it's cool to be aggressive, man, because I heard uh, somebody on ESPN talking about the analytics and things like that. And sometimes you can overthink it. And I don't think Lennon was. It just didn't execute. That's all. And when it comes down to it, the other team just execute better. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, Washington is a really good team. That was a really good game. So I don't know if they're in different divisions in the Pac-12, but they'll probably see each other again. You know, so if, if they are in the same division, they'll see each other in the championship game if that's what happened. If not, then that was just a really good game, man. So one team's going to benefit from that win. And the other one, maybe if chaos happens, can benefit from the loss. We've seen it happen with the college football playoff. So, I mean, next year mm-hmm. it won't matter as much. But I thought it was a good game, man. I think Michael Penix is definitely the number one Heisman front runner right now. I mean, you obviously got to look at Caleb Williams because he has some big games coming up. So, Oof. but we're gonna talk about that game he just had after this. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, he does have some big games coming up, though. You know what I'm saying? So even though, you know, it doesn't look like, you know, he might not win it. But, I mean, he's still going to get an invite to New York because he was the winner last year. So, I mean, like I said, I don't think he's going to win it because, I mean, if you're thinking about Archie Griffin, like think about how much better he was the second year around. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People forget like he won, but then he was better year the year he he won the second time. So I mean, for a person to do that, you know, you have to like up your game a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I mean, you look at Tebow; he had a chance to win too. Maybe not two in a row, but I think he had a chance to win too. So mm-hmm. he had to up his game a lot, and he couldn't really do that. He lost some some games that he probably shouldn't have. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, I thought he had it that time, you know, the second game against Alabama. Uh, But he didn't – he just couldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of hurt his Heisman chances right there. But, like I said, you got to you gotta up your game a little bit. And Caleb Williams is okay, but I feel like he's having a Jadavian Clowney-type downfall a little bit where it's like I'm about to be the number one pick so I'm going to give y'all enough to where y'all don't think about not drafting me, but I'm not going to go mm-hmm. all out because I'm about to be the number one pick. You feel me? So, I mean, it just it just feels like that to me. But, I mean, hey, whatever, whatever, dude. I mean, hey, if he's good, mm-hmm. he's good, whatever. But I think Michael Penix is really crawling up the draft board, though. Like, I mean, I don't know if he's overtaking Drake May and Caleb Williams, but I do know. He's right there, bro. But I know he did pass Shadora Sanders, though. I don't think. Oh, yeah. I don't think. I think the last few games of Shadora has kind of brought him down a little bit. But, I mean, Mm -hmm. he's still a good quarterback. I just think he should stay another year just because. I mean, he could always get better. And, like, he could be, like, the top quarterback next year because I don't think anybody's really testing him for real. I mean, maybe Joe Milton, maybe he might sneak up there, but we talking like, what, 2025? So, we don't really know. 
But mm -hmm. I do know that Michael Penix, I think somebody might pick Michael Penix, bro. You know what I'm saying? He's like a freaking uh, lefty, and it's so freaking cool to see him sling the freaking rock like that. Yeah, you know, it's it's just odd looking, man. You know, Mark Brunel, hey, I think, was lefty. I love to see it, bro. I'm a lefty, so I always support the lefties, bro. Mark yeah. Brunel was one of my favorites. Yeah, Brunel was a lefty. Two was a lefty. You know what I'm saying? So lefty, I think Steve Young was a lefty as well. So, I mm -hmm. mean, like, that's really cool to see, man. But, I mean... I think people might be fascinated with him at the next level, man. I don't know who, but I mean, you see, he's got the tools. Yeah, you seen what Lamar could do in the right system, man. So, you know, somebody just only one team needs to fall in love with you at the next level. So, I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised mm -hmm. if he's not. If somebody looking to make a splash, you know, what I'm saying, will pick him because he's excited, man. And I think his ability to to like throw the ball is like the thing that people are really fascinated by, like the growth passing the ball. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, he was technically a runner, and for most parts, and uh, was that Indiana? I think it was Indiana, right? I think that's where he was at Indiana. So I mean, he was a runner for the most part, and then he grew. Passing, passing. He had injuries, but you could tell he could pass a little. Mm -hmm. And then he went to Washington and just kind of just turned into a whole different quarterback. So I don't know what happened between that, but the injuries went down. It probably coincides with the fact that he is passing a lot more. So he's not running. Yeah. So that kind of helps, you know, as well. So I mean, I don't know. I think he's really good, man. I think as far as Heisman is concerned, he's number one for me, man. I mean, Drake May is just like boring, good. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's <laughs> he's really you know, electrifying too, though. I mean, but you can you can give people a 350 piece and it not Easy. be exciting. He just <laughs> really, it's just normal. You know what I'm saying? He's just that good, man. So I mean. That's why I think he I might go number one because, yeah, Caleb Ooh. Williams makes the the crazy plays, the highlight plays. But sometimes, you know, you just need Peyton Manning. I'm good. I give you the same me every week, and that's excellent every week. And mm -hmm. when you're dealing with a guy like Caleb Williams, man, sometimes you don't need to be flamboyant. You don't. I mean, sometimes you just want a guy that comes in, does the work, and gets it done. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, Joe Burrow is not a flamboyant quarterback, bro. He's just that good. You know what I'm saying? He don't do all of that. He's just that good. You know what I'm saying? So, teams really might be just looking for that. And, you know, like, I just think that's, he's just boring, you know, and he's so good that it's boring. Yeah, and that's it's, just, he's that's just what it's it is. become normal at this point. Yeah, man. I mean, they, you know, I just think he's good though, but I just don't think people are really like he's not really talked about as much, and they like really good this year. You know, what I'm saying they've had some really good performances. So I mean, never know, man. Like I said, with with Clemson being out of the picture, I mean, they right there for the ACC title. I mean, I did pick them to make the playoff. 
I mean, yeah, you did. So, I mean, you never know. So, so what about this other game, man, that you're talking about? Man, <laughs> man I'm talking about Mr. Caleb Williams didn't show up against Notre Dame. Boy, threw about two or three interceptions. Man, it was so good to see that because, man, I feel like Notre Dame kind of got the shaft a few times, man. They lost a heartbreaker a few weeks ago to Ohio State in South Bend, which I think that was a game they should have won. They had a near-loss scare to Duke a few weeks ago with Riley Leonard and them. They lost a game to Louisville, which I feel like they – I picked it in my preview a couple weeks ago. I thought they should have won that game. But, man – they came to play. That defense stood up, bro. Turn, they were turning. They were getting turnovers, man. And Sam Hartman looked really good. They were putting points on the board. It wasn't a close win, which was very surprising to me because I know USC is explosive and they could score points. But, man, that defense was just containing them, which blew me away. I didn't see that coming at all. Sam Hartman looked really freaking good. They were able to run the ball. They were able to contain Caleb Williams. They were able to get him to turn the ball over. It was a really good motivational and confidence booster for them, for sure, man. I think that uh, they're a really good team, man. I think Marcus Freeman's got them in a really good place. Yeah, uh, yeah they've had a couple of slip-ups, but, man, that's that's a win that you really needed, and that's a very impressive win by me. And uh, all this talk about Caleb Williams, I mean – that's like if I'm looking at it from like a draft perspective or like if I'm looking at it like a scout perspective, a lot of these antics and then performances like that kind of makes me take a step back. It's like, okay, you can sling the ball. You can, like you said, you can have all these explosive plays, but now I'm starting to look at it like, okay, is that more of a pro than some of these other things? Like, should I be looking deeper into these things or should I start pulling the reels back and say, okay, maybe I don't, think you should be number one overall like just because i don't know maybe i'm just being a hater but i try to look at the whole body of work and perspective and i mean that's a game you can't afford to throw that two or three interceptions in man you have to come to play yeah. because notre dame will come into your house and beat you i agree i like uh i like uh marcus freeman man i think he was a perfect coach for notre dame man i think they needed a, a defensive face uh, because Brian mm -hmm. Kelly was an offensive guy, and I mean it's cool, it's all right, it's it's all right, man. I mean, but they needed a a defensive boost, man. That uh, that was kind of what they needed, in my opinion, man. So I think he's in the right place. I mean, obviously Notre Dame is going to be a school that is always in the mix. I mean, I don't think there's been a time where. Notre Dame's been like really bad. I mean, not like terrible. No time terrible. No, but just not up to the same standard. Yeah, not up to the standard, but they've always been relevant. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, like, he's just keeping it going, man. Like, they just, he got, he's going to have his time to get to a national championship one day. But, I mean, right now, he's just trying to build a culture, man. And it's really cool, man. I, I, Look, I never thought in my lifetime I would see two black coaches at Notre Dame, to be honest with you, but I seen two of them. So I call that a win because <laughs> I never thought that was going to happen. And I seen it twice. So, I mean, look, 
I, I'm rooting for them because that's a tough school to win at. Even with all mm-hmm. the alumni and all the money and TV deals that they have, it's a tough it's, school to win at. You know what I'm saying? It so, is more. So, I mean, for it to be kind of your first really job, like, I think that's that's tough anyway. You know what I'm saying? But the fact is he has them – like on the cusp of something good. I mean, you you take Ohio State down to the wire. I mean, then Duke's kind of ascending. Who their coach is gonna be a hot dude this offseason, too. So I don't expect him to be there much longer. Uh, because I mean, shoot, Steve Spurrier was there, and you seen what happened when he got his big opportunity. So I mean, all it takes mm-hmm. is just one good couple good seasons. With a small school, man, that's not supposed to be winning, then yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get an opportunity. So I think he'll be really good uh moving forward as far as the hot commodity might be the hottest dude in the offseason. So uh that's a dude. And then, you know, like I said, Michael Marcus Freeman is good. I think he'll be all right. But I mean, the whole Caleb Williams mm-hmm. thing, man. So my thing is you you're gonna have a case like uh Ryan Leaf and uh Peyton Manning. Like this is yeah. this is how that's pretty much the same thing. Like it's really gonna be like that. I mean the only difference is one dude's black and one dude's white. That's it. But that's it's it. literally the same, it's mirrored. That's it. Like 20 well, years Peyton, later, same thing. Like Ryan Leaf, people don't understand Ryan Leaf got Washington State to the Rose Bowl that year. And like mm-hmm. finished top ten in the Heisman, top five in the Heisman. So Ryan mm-hmm. Leaf was a baller, right? But as you hear him talk about his stories, he just wasn't mature enough up here to really make the impact that mm-hmm. he wanted to. Right? So yep. when I think about like Drake May or Caleb Williams one and two, I just think like. Not saying that Caleb Williams isn't a smart player because I really think yeah. he is. I just think being in LA just kind of getting his head. Yeah, it's like it's bringing out the bad, and it's like mm-hmm. you're trying to pull a John Elway esque type situation. Yeah, that's not happening in this day and age. Where bro. you want to go? Happening. Where you want to go? Where you want to go? But. You have to understand, John Elway had options. Like, mm-hmm. people understand, dude was John bad. Elway was that dude, bro. He was bad on the baseball diamond, bro. Like, he didn't have mm-hmm. to play. He didn't have to play football. And he knew it. Mm-hmm. He was that good. And the Yankees, mm-hmm. he was on the Yankees. That was his team that drafted him. So, I mean, he could have easily done that. So, for a person that really doesn't have any other options besides football for him to be saying some of the things that he's saying is just not really resonating with me. You know what I'm saying? Like I get it. You, Mm -hmm. you know, you want to pick the spots you want to go to, but it don't work like that. You know what I'm saying? It's true. Personally, you gotta earn that dude. And me personally, you're not that good. To really make that happen. Not to, be, not to be garnering that attention. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you're not, it's not a year like John Wall going to the Wizards where it's slammed up. 
you're the first overall pick. It's still some questions mm-hmm. you need to answer. You know what I'm saying? We're not talking mm-hmm. Derrick Rose going to the Bulls. Like, it's not a slam dunk first overall pick, man. You have some questions you yeah. have to answer. And that game he played last week, man, or this weekend, was not – that was ugly. Answer the question, dog. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I hate to make it individual, but it is. You know, you he has some questions he needs to answer, basically. And one of those questions is, man, can you not only win the big game, but because technically, if we really want to dig deeper into what, you know, into, you know, the weeds of, his draft card or scouting report, mm-hmm. winning a big game really hasn't been his thing. I no. Mean, should I should I go back to last year? I mean, two losses. To should we go? I lost the two lane, and then you lose the two lane in a bowl game. Mm-hmm. Like okay, okay, you you lose to Utah, right? Okay, cool. But if you're as good as you say you are. And as good as you think you are, no way you supposed to let your team lose to them again. Not after putting F Utah in your freaking knuckles and talking all that smack just to come exactly. up short. Exactly. So that's the problem. And then y'all still are good enough to go to a relatively good bowl game. And yeah. there's no way that Tulane is supposed to beat you. Mm-mm. Sorry. Respect to the Green Wave, man. Respect to them. And don't make the excuse that y'all didn't want to be there. Don't make that excuse. Whatever bowl game you got right. out is what you got. You should right. and you play. That's a bad the attitude, look. The attitude isn't there. Mm-hmm. Like, you haven't even been drafted yet, and you already acting like a prima donna. So I'm going to give you $50 million, right? And you already act like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I'm an executive, I really don't want that. No, no that's bad PR. It's bad for an organization. Yeah, like you, you, you starting off on the wrong foot, man. And it's just not a good look, man. And like I said, he's uber talented. I love his arm talent, man. He looks mm-hmm. like he throws the ball like it's not even no effort. Yeah, it's like effortless, and it go like 60 yards. So the mm-hmm. talent is there. It's just like, how are you going to act when you get drafted and your team isn't that good? Mm-hmm. Get into the playbook and really kind of make your team better. You know what I'm saying? Or, or are you going to shrink and just attack everybody like Ryan Lee or Jeff George did? Where I'm just, like, I'm just better than everybody. Forget coaching. I can do what I want, man. And that's just not going to be successful, man. I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it. Like, we've seen quarterbacks and players that are cancers in the locker room, and they get put out of the league. Still talented. It's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's 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 not looking like it's supposed to be for him, and I don't get mm-hmm. it. Wrong. I, like I said, I think that he's he's a 
the favorite to go number one. But I think after this yeah. game, it's not as clear cut as you think. Because mm-hmm. I think people are trending towards Michael Penix. Because mm-hmm. I think, you know, don't get me wrong, I know Drake May is gonna be he's gonna be a first round Yeah, pick. he's still in the comments, Mitchell. Yeah, he's still gonna be a first round draft pick, you know what I'm saying? Regardless of what people say or do or whatever, he's gonna be. So if people are enamored with Caleb Williams with all the baggage that he comes with, cool. Whatever. If you're cool with, you know, you know, Michael Penix, cool. No, nobody's gonna hate you for picking those two guys because they're uber mm-hmm. talented. Exactly what Drake made. Nobody's gonna be mad if you pick him. Nobody. Because he's mm-hmm. gonna go to the right situation. And if you ask me, I would hope he goes to probably Washington. I would hope he'd be a really good fit with them, dude. I mean, think about it. What? I just don't know. Yeah, I guess it just depends how they feel about their quarterback situation at the end of the year. Because I feel like Ron Rivera might step down or whatever. I just think Mm -hmm. I think that might go. You're saying Eric the enemy might get it. You're saying exactly, and Mm -hmm. I don't think. I don't think, and I don't think. You know what I'm saying? I don't think Hal is the quarterback for them, but mm-hmm. I think he'll be a good fit. I think Michael Penix will be a good fit. I think Caleb Williams will be imagine, a good fit, though. I think. But imagine a guy like Drake May in that offense with Eric Bieniemy making the calls, dude. That's dangerous. Because you've seen how good Sam Hill, Sam Howe has been. And you've seen how good, you know, he's bad he's been. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So imagine getting a player that's kind of really good. You know what I'm saying? That's better than Sam Howell at this point in his career. So you're getting your your guy. So you can do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like I said, I don't want Ron Rivera to lose his job, man. But, I mean – there has to be a change at some point. Yeah. Like new ownership, new, new coaching, new ownership, new ideas. It just has to do that. I mean, I love Ryan for what he did in Carolina. I mean, because yeah. he basically took a flyer on Cam Newton and turned him into an MVP player, man. So I can't really, mm-hmm. I can't really be mad at him, man. He, he, he trusted him. And it was a great situation, man. And he's been through a lot personally, too. So, I mean, I'm rooting for him. I just think that for the commanders or whatever they want to be called now, I think it's time for them to really just turn the page and start over new with mm-hmm. a new franchise quarterback and a new head coach. I think that's just what it is. Now, yeah. if I'm getting into the game itself, I mean, look, I already knew USC was going to be in trouble because I mean, oh, they, yeah. they've given up, they've given up big leads to everybody, bro. Like they do. They, they, they just had a nail bottle with Arizona in overtime. Yeah. So I'm like, imagine when somebody that can actually score with you and your defense is already bad. Like <laughs> what if you get down to, what if you're down? And then have to come mm-hmm. back. 
You ain't never been there. True. And the last few times that they've done that, they've lost those big games. Utah got up on them twice, and they couldn't recover. Tulane started to come back, and then when they took the lead, they couldn't come back. You know what I'm saying? So now you're facing uh, Sam Hartman, who is a thrower's thrower. Like, he can throw the ball. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You, you you're not really gonna come back, and they play defense better than you. So, you know, you're not really looking that good, man. So, I mean, but they gonna be they gonna be a good team. I mean, you know, it, Lane not 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 Lane, but uh, Lincoln Riley is a offensive mastermind. So I don't think he's gonna he's not gonna stop scoring points, man. He just want to score some more, you know. So, uh, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I mean, look, this is our preview show, man. Oh, no, recap show, recap show. My bad, my yep. bad. Recap show, recap show. Uh, but I hope you guys really enjoyed this part of it because now we're gonna transition into the preview. So mm-hmm. hey, we're gonna do this is gonna be not a two part video, but this is gonna be the preview part of it. So. I mean, you've seen our recap, man. Uh, obviously, Bama, we did LSU. Uh, we did Oregon and Washington. And we did uh, Notre Dame and USC, man. And we got a little bit of a uh, draft talk in there, too, man. So, uh, mm-hmm. But now we're going to preview you know, this weekend's game. So, Brandon, what you got? Man, so I went ahead and I picked four really interesting games, and I think you would agree. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just going to go swinging for the fences. The first game I want to talk about, I want to talk about Riley Leonard against Jordan Travis. I want to talk about Duke and Florida State. Okay, okay, yeah, let's talk about it. So, all right, so I'm I'm all in. On Jordan Travis, man, I mean, if you watched all of our, our videos, man, uh, I like Jordan Travis, man. I just, he's so smooth, man. It's like he's been in that offense so long that he just knows how to do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He knows how to make decisions. He knows where the defense is going to be, how they want to attack it. I mean, it helps to have six, seven receivers. I mean, it does help, but uh, it's good to to just just see how he plays, man. But like we said in the the, the preview segment or the recap segment, um, Duke is playing lights out, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Their head coach is going to be a high commodity, man. I mean, he has them guys playing out of their mind. And Riley Leonard's really good, man. I mean, he is really, really good. Like, way better than I ever imagined. The quarterback. Dude, I was high on him in the preseason, bro. You were. You were. I was like, who is Riley Leonard? I don't know who this is. <laughs> I was like, he just dude, low. You threw that name out of nowhere. And you were like, who is that? I had to, like, grab my phone real quick. I had to be like. Riley Leonard, man. <laughs> He's like, Duke? Why are you talking about Duke quarterback? Duke. Where you got this from? I was like, like Duke? That's a basketball school. 
But I was like, but right. I knew they had won like nine games last year. So I knew like coming in this season, I knew it was like gonna be really good. Now beat Clemson good, I didn't think they were gonna do that. Didn't think they were gonna do that at all. I don't think either one of us saw that coming. No, 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 not at all. So uh so but I mean if I had to if I had to pick a game, I'm I think I'm going to go Florida State because I really like Jordan Travis. That's really mm-hmm. like my guy. I really like him. I mean, I'm not saying he's front runner for the Heisman, but the way he's playing, he'll probably be in New York. I think about four, maybe five people will probably go to New York this year because it's really all quarterbacks. Yeah, all quarterbacks, bro. Like ain't nobody else doing it. You know what I'm saying? Nobody else doing it. Actually, you know what? I throw in a dark horse. I know it's not really what we're talking about today, but dude from Mizzou, man. Uh, oh, you talking about uh, Brady Cook? No, 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 not him, not him. I'm talking the wide receiver. Oh, uh, yeah, you talking about? I forgot his name. Uh, uh, oh, I forgot his name. Oh uh, man. Oh man. What is his name? Uh, number three. Like I don't know. Oh, dude, what is? But that? but he got like. 900 yards already. So, I mean, he killing the oh, SEC. He's yeah, he killing the SEC and all college football in terms of yardage, man. Yards per catch, whatever. He's been killing everybody. So, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a, a, not a dark horse nine, man. Especially if he keep going. Like, I expect him to be really good and up there, man. Mm-hmm. But just a dark horse person that I, I thought should be in the conversation. But I mean, mm-hmm. I think I'd go Florida State though, because yeah. I really like I, I just like what they have, what they going. Okay. Seem like they on a mission this year. I mean, they they beat they, they beat Clemson and um they beat LSU. So they got some good games, some good wins so far. And it seems like they're on a mission, man. Like, it just seems like they're on, they're on a mission to to really kind of take back the ACC, man. Uh, and which would be good. Good for the ACC moving forward. I mean, it's good to have one more team than Clemson. I expect Clemson to be back. Uh, I don't know what's going on with them. But, I mean, I expect them to be back eventually. I mean, <laughs> it ain't working, bro. Yeah, it's not working, man. I mean, it just seemed like. After they lost to y'all in the national championship game, hasn't it seemed like they gotten stagnant a little bit? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, almost predictable. Ever since Tre- ever since Trevor left, I feel like it's been like that. Yeah, man. It's like they just become stagnant and just like not the same team. I mean, I I don't know. I just it's something off with them to the point where everybody else in the division and conferences has begun to, uh, you know, get better. They had time to catch up. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, yeah, they recruit at a high level, but it's like now everybody's playing at a high level, not just mm-hmm. recruiting at a high level. So mm-hmm. now you're getting games where Clemson should be blowing people out, but they just <laughs> not there. So, but – I digress, man. Like I said, I got Florida State winning this one, mm-hmm. but not as much, not about as much as people think. Yeah. I, uh, 
I, I would agree with you. I think Florida State's playing a lot different. I mean, I think you called it better than I called it, that you thought they were going to be playing a lot different this year. And they're winning a lot of these games in convincing fashion. Uh, I'm still high on Duke, man. I think Riley Leonard is very underrated. I think he could go in. I don't know if this game's in Tallahassee or not, but I could definitely see him going blow for blow with Jordan Travis. But I think the difference is I just don't know if they're going to be able to protect him against that defensive front from Florida State. Man, they're tough on the freaking line, man. They can get pressure on the quarterback. So, I mean, if they can protect him and they do really good in pass protection, yeah. If they do well in pass protection, I think they can have a shot to win. I'm still going to go with Florida State, but I'm just not fully sold on if Duke's offensive line can contain that pass rush. Because if they can't can't contain it, it's going to be a long day for them for sure. I agree. I agree, man. Jared versus a top five pick, man. Top five, dog. You can't go wrong with him. Like he is good, man. Like really good. So I I expect him to be top five. Maybe even the first defensive player taken in the draft next year, man, because he's really good. So you can put him mm-hmm. on any team right now and he's gonna wreak havoc, man. I really hope he goes to somebody like Carolina. Because if they can put him with Burns, that'd take a lot off of Burns. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get me wrong. I think Carolina probably picks Marvin Harrison because they need some help. They're going to get Bryce a weapon. Yeah, they need some help. He needs some help. But me personally, if I had to pick, I'm picking Jerry Burst, man. Let's build this defense. Let's get some some nastiness about our defense because offensively, man, we could just plug and play, man. Look, we we and trial and error right now. So that's mm-hmm. how bad their team is. They are trial and error right now. They need to just start picking people off the street that can play because <laughs> they are horrible. I didn't like that. Not, not, hey, the, hey, not the topic today. You were the one who was high on them. I was. Not not the not the topic we're talking about today. But I have to revisit my pick about Carolina being one of the teams to surprise people. Okay. I didn't know it was that bad. I didn't know it was that bad. I didn't know that. I mean, I didn't. I, I thought that, you know, having a new coach with a new quarterback. Maybe some fresh ideas, but that team was ass, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> they is horrible, man. Like, and look, I don't look, I don't know, man. And and what's crazy is they don't even have a first round pick. I'm mistaken. They traded that to, to Chicago. I think. Or yeah. Yeah. Or yep. no, no, no. They traded. They traded picks with the Bears for Houston to get in the top three or whatever. They traded that pick away. So they traded next mistaken. year first round to get Bryce. I'm pretty sure something along those lines, yeah. So, well, dang. Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> no oops. Marvin Harrison. No Jerry Burst. All right. Well. Oops! Looks like they're gonna be back in the, the back in the the saddle again, man. So, uh, but oh, man. but all right, but, uh, all right. Next game, next game. We we talk about NFL. Uh, 
in the next uh, next recap preview video. But like I said, this is a football show, so football is universal. So we talk about different things. But all right, next game, next game, next game. <laughs> What game are you thinking? Uh, all right. So if I had to pick a game, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm gonna Penn State, Ohio State, man. So, True. so all right. So you know how how I feel about Penn State, man. Uh, they always good up until they play like. Two teams, which is probably Michigan, Michigan and Ohio State. Now mm-hmm. they're actually doing better than I thought they were gonna do. Oh, way better. Because typically they lose to somebody like Minnesota or Iowa or Illinois, <laughs> or they lose to this point to somebody they don't have no business losing to. So the mm-hmm. only thing that they're really playing for is a Big Ten championship. So this point, they still plan for a national championship. So, mm-hmm. if you're going to beat Ohio State, this will probably be the year to do it. It has to be because they don't really look as dominant as they should. You know, they winning games. Don't get me wrong; they beating people, but not convincingly though. But not the way they're supposed to. So, if mm-hmm. you're James Franklin at Penn State. This will probably be your best year to get them. Because next year they probably gonna be back to what they used to do. Especially if they lose to Michigan for a third year in a row. It's gonna be some changes in Ohio State next year. They're not gonna be the same team. Cause ain't no way they're gonna let that slide, you know? So if you're James Franklin, you gotta get them while they're vulnerable this year and they looking like not the same. Now, I'm not going to say that they're going to beat Michigan because Michigan look nasty anyway. When Jim Jim Harbaugh is having a good time, you're in trouble. So, mm-hmm. so, uh, so yeah. Um, but I think, uh, I, I think, I think, Ken, that I want to pick Penn State because I want them to just do it. But I think just Ohio State just got too much. They're not playing to their potential. Like, they really have a great team this year. But they're just not playing to their potential. But I think mm-hmm. I think they might wake up this week. I think I'm going Ohio State against Penn State. Man. Because okay. I really like this dude they got. Like, he was a, like a top five recruit or something. And he delayed his decision to like the summertime. But I mean, he was such a big fish that it surprised everybody. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I want to say it's the JTT or something like that. But he like really good, man. Like he looked like the next Ohio State defensive end that's going to be really good. You know what I'm saying? They had the Bosa boys, uh, they had Chase Young. Uh, so he looks like he's the next one. You know what I'm saying? So uh I expect him to wreak some havoc. And I think I think Ohio State wins, man. I think they wake up a little bit, a little especially offensively. And I think because it's such a good game, I think they'll be ready 
they won't sleepwalk like they did against Maryland. Uh, but I think they I think they'll wake up for this one, man. I, I don't think Jim I, James Franklin hasn't shown me enough in these games that he can get it done. So I, I'm going with Ohio State, man. I think it might be closer than people think, but I still think Ohio State pulls away, you know, later. Mm-hmm. I uh I think this is gonna be one of those I think it's going to be a nail-biter, to be honest with you. I don't think it's going to be where a game somebody pulls away. Uh, And if I'm going to put my money on something, I'm going to put my money on the James Franklin break the trend. I got Penn State, dude. I don't think it's going to be convincing. I just – there's something different about Ohio State. They're loaded. Their roster's really good. Like, I'm going to allude to what you said. Very talented roster, man. But, man, this Penn State team just feels a little bit different. Like, because it's like they're always in the the mix and in the conversation. But this year, it doesn't just feel like it's talk. It actually feels like, no, they're actually putting together some a good resume. I'm not saying they're national championship bound. Not saying that at all. But I, I, this year just feels different for them. And if, like you said before, if there's a year to beat Ryan Day in them, it's going to be this year. I'm going James Franklin and Penn State. I don't think it'll be by a lot, but I think they pull it out. Okay, no, that's cool. That's cool, man. I just, I just ain't got no faith in him, man. I just, man, I just ain't got no faith in him, man. I want to because he's had some, you know, some good years, but it's just, just not like I don't know, man. If this ain't the year, then when is the year? It's almost like a, like how we were talking about Jim Harbaugh a few years ago. Like when you gonna beat Ohio State? You know, that's kind of that's mm-hmm. kind of where where I feel about about James Franklin right now. Is it when if it's not gonna be this year, when is it gonna be? Making a whole mm-hmm. lot of money up there in Happy Valley. So, I mean, I do give him credit, man, for kind of steadying the ship a little bit after all that stuff that they did at Penn State before him. So I will say he's kind of changed the culture in Penn State. I mean, really, like really a lot. Because like I said, people, we know how that was after all that stuff happened. So, you know, it's really good to see, you know, how Penn State has kind of branched out of that and really kind of been back. So, I mean, if they can beat Ohio State, man, it's a really good, really good step in the right direction, man. But yeah. Who knows, man? I don't know. Mm, let me see. Cool. So uh this is another good matchup and feels like we just keep talking about Caleb Williams, but I'm just gonna go ahead and do it, man. Man, they got Utah at USC. I don't know if Cam Rising, I know he's been having some injury issues, but man, Cam Rising against Caleb Williams. Man, it feels like all the good games are packed twelve games this year, man. Uh if both of those guys are healthy and ready you. to go, man, you better be ready. I told you. I told you, man. Yeah. I told you. The Pac-12 this year is going to be awesome because don't nobody want USC walking out with that championship. If we talk if we talk in wrestling, right, remember the Montreal screw job with Bret Hart yep. and, and, and Shawn Michaels? Don't nobody want – Bret Hart walking up to WCW as the champion. So the Pac-12 is not trying to let USC walk out with that championship. 
Okay, mm-hmm. so nobody want to see them win that last Pac-12 championship. Okay, nobody. So yeah. it's every game is gonna be tough. You know what I'm saying? Now I thought that's how the Big 12 was gonna be as well, but it seems like yeah. Oklahoma and Texas are just the only ones that want to play right now. So mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So I just think. The Pac-12 is up for grabs, man. And, you know, like I said, I don't know. I mean, I think USC wins this game just because they lost last week. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't think it'll be easy, though. No, I don't think it'll be easy because uh, I forgot the coach's name. I want to say Kyle Winningham for Utah. Like, he always has his bunch ready to go. Well, they always ready to roll, Like, they – like, I don't know what he – preaches and how he preaches, but he always got his guys ready to go. Like they mm-hmm. they play hard against everybody in the Pac twelve. So I mean I'm not sure what conference they're going to next. I don't, I don't remember. They're going to the Big Twelve. So I mean, but it's gonna be wide open. So I expect Utah to be one of the best teams in the new Big Twelve, to be honest with you. Yeah. I expect them to be real good because they're always good, man. Always tough to beat. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, even when they had Urban Meyer, they was tough to beat. Like, they just are a really tough team to beat, like, like historically. So, I mean, I don't know, man. But I think USC wins because I don't know who's playing. I don't know how Cam Rise is playing as far as injuries are concerned. But, I mean, I just think USC might be playing a little angry. But you know mm-hmm. what? That's not always a good thing either. So yeah. I think it'll be make mistakes. Yeah, I I I think it'd be closer mm-hmm. than people think. But I still think USC pulls it out. But I do think I do think it'd be closer, man. Like I said, but don't mm-hmm. be surprised if uh, if if they lose though. Don't be surprised. Like yeah. I got I got, mean, winning. I got them winning. But don't think don't be surprised if they lose. Like if you yeah. are betting, so I mean their defense, USC, USC's defense is always going to be there, Achilles' heel. As long as Lincoln Riley's a coach, he's just not going to put the time and effort into building a defense. Unfortunately, no, it's really, really a shame. So if I'm looking at it with that pair of glasses, uh, it's this is going to fall on Caleb Williams. Uh, if you play anything relatively close to what you did getting Notre Dame, you're going to lose this game. Do I think that's going to happen? No, because I don't think if they drop another one, if they drop back to back, he knows that they drop back to back. His draft stock's gonna, it's gotta take a hit at some point, dude. Especially if you're gonna drop three in a row to Utah and then back to back games like in the regular season, you can't afford that to happen. So I think, I think USC wins this game, but I don't think it's a shoe in, especially if Cam Rising plays and he plays up to. He's a stud, dude. We don't talk about him enough. If he plays in anything like he normally plays, Utah's always going to have a chance to win this game. Do I think Utah wins? No. I'm going to put my money on USC. But like you said, if you're playing pissed off, playing pissed off doesn't always translate to wins, and it doesn't always translate to a clean game either. You can make a lot of mistakes because you're you're too tied up in the emotions and all these things like that. So – yeah. I guess we'll see what happens, but yeah, I've got USC too. Okay, that's good. All right. 
Cool, cool, cool. All right. Yeah. So this, uh, yeah. let me see. This last game, if I'm not mistaken, was uh, Washington State and uh, Oregon. So, yep, and Eugene. So, all right. So, I feel like I feel like Washington State is like really good, man. That's a really good squad, man. Uh, and they can beat anybody. And this is a big game too. Uh, Oregon coming off a loss, like they want to keep their Pac-12 hopes alive, so they got to win mm. this game. But you know, I I got them winning, man. Because I remember a couple years ago, maybe even last year, uh, Washington State was winning this game. And uh, that was in a Pullman uh, or uh, Washington or something like that. So uh, they was winning it. And Cam Ward was really electric, man. So I think he's trying to put the Pac-12 and draft people on notice that, hey, I'm pretty good, too. And I'm electric. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is another year outside of his like Division One A or whatever from Incarnate Word or whatever. So it's another year that he's growing as a passer. But I think Oregon might be playing uh, a little angry too. But I feel like they would play better angry anyway because it was They're more disciplined. It was such a close game, and it could have went either way. So I feel like they would play normal, just a little bit more motivated. And I, I don't think mm-hmm. Dan Lanning would probably let them lose two games in a row, uh, especially with them trying to win a Pac-12 and get to the Rose Bowl. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, I think, like I said, this year is all about getting to that Rose Bowl because you don't know how it's going to work next year with the Pac-12 not being there. So mm-hmm. you want to like a lot of people going to the Big Ten. So them winning would be, you know, they would be the representative from the Big Ten. But you don't know how it's going to work as far as who else is going to be there. So this would be the last mm-hmm. year of a true Rose Bowl. So if anybody's not going to the playoffs, I think that would be a good game. You know what I'm saying? That that would be mm-hmm. the, the the prize you're playing for this the final year of the Pac-12. So. I think everybody's gonna be trying to aim for that. So, uh, but I think Oregon wins this game, man. I just think they just got too much, too much of mm-hmm. everything, too much offense, too much defense, too much special teams. And don't get me wrong, Cam Ward is amazing. There's only one guy, you know what I'm saying? He can't really play offensive line either. And you know, Oregon plays really good defense. So, I mean, I don't know. I just don't think I don't think they got enough. It'd be a good game. It'd be exciting because Pac-12 has been really good this year. But we both know why. Because it's like it's the last year, so they're trying to go out like with a bang. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, man, I I think it'll be a good game, exciting. But Oregon's really going to win it. And it's going to be like at Eugene, so mm-hmm. it's going to be pretty loud. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't see Coach Lanning letting another game slip to their fingers. I'm a lot more confident in Oregon. I feel like Oregon's a lot more disciplined. I don't feel like Oregon has all this other crap going on and being distracted. Uh, I really like Cam Ward. I think their offense is, like you said, electric. And I think they could go blow for blow for a little while with Oregon. 
But I, like you said, I think Oregon's just too loaded. I don't see Washington State containing Bo Nix on that offense, especially when they get clicking. It's hard for Dan Arrows anybody to stop them. They looked a little off last week, but I don't see them playing like that two weeks in a row. I like Washington State. Do I want them to win? Yes. But from a football perspective and from a roster and coaching perspective, Oregon's going to win this game by at least a touchdown or two, if not more. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's just too much. But it'd be a good game. Really good game. Uh-huh. I don't know. But I think the team to watch, you know, as we, you know, close the showdown, I think the team, uh, I think the team to watch is Oregon State, though. Like, they've been playing real good. Sneaky good. Mm-hmm. Dark horse. I don't know what their record is, but they, they've been playing sneaky good, man. Let me look it up. Right I forget here. who they played this week. I seen, I scrolled through their game when I was picking games for this video. I forget who they're playing and what their record was. Yeah, they 6-1, and one, and they ranked 12. Two. That's not bad at all behind DJ. Yeah, not at all. That's really good, man. Like I said, I don't know where their rankings are. Okay, so uh, they are actually uh, third, third, yep, third in the third in the Pac-12. Okay. So they're third in the Pac-12, and uh, they lost in conference. I want to say no. Yeah, they lost in conference. So right now. If we're looking at it, if the season ended today, USC and Washington will be in the conference championship game, I think. I think that's how it works. Because it's not in two different things. It's not like an East and West thing. From what I'm yeah, saying. theirs isn't set up like that. Yeah, so it's like the, uh, you know, so I think, I think it'll be like that. But I do think, uh, if I'm looking at the thing right now, so USC is basically undefeated in conference because Notre Dame is not a conference team. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But they got some tough. They got some tough games, man. I really want to see what Oregon State's doing, like they what they're playing later on in the season. Okay, so they. So they got Arizona, I want to say, this weekend or next. No. That may be a good game. Next weekend. So next weekend, I think they're off this week. And so they got Arizona and then they got Colorado, which depending on which team is playing, that could be up and down. Uh, But then they got, um, they got like two chances to get the Pac-12 title. So obviously – uh, USC will have to lose, right? Because mm-hmm. they're ahead of them, and Washington will have to lose, right? But say USC drops the game this weekend, right? You know what I'm saying? Say they drop the game. Uh, all Oregon State got to do is win out because they got a game against yeah, Oregon, and then they got a game against Oregon, which is their rival. True. So, dude, that is going to be tough for them, though. I don't know if those are on the road or not, but those are two really tough games for sure. Uh, it doesn't really, it doesn't say. Yeah, yeah that's going to definitely make a difference, though. If they've got to play those two away, 
That's gonna be hard, bro. Yeah, see, I, sure. I don't know, but I'd say the ball is in their court, man. Being two in the division or not, well, rank three in the division, uh, you have a chance to really do some damage, man. And I mean, you got a good team that nobody's really paying attention to. And you got mm-hmm. a good quarterback, man. That's a team I really want to see, man. Like I said, I'm excited to just see. I'm really, I'm really happy for DJU because you know mm-hmm. he's one closer to home because he's from California, so Oregon's state's right there. Uh, you know, but he feels more comfortable. Like they just letting him play his way. I really like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's not putting he- him in a box. Yeah, I feel like that's what he was missing in Clemson, man. And I really don't think he wanted to go to Clemson. I just think that was the biggest school after him at the time. You know, and Bryce went to Bama. So, like, man, I got to go somewhere else. I don't really want to be at home either. So, I mean, it was a good opportunity to see another type of state or whatever college football atmosphere. Uh, But I just think he he probably should have stayed at home. Like, I mean, stay closer to home. I mean, you got Oregon right down the street. I mean, I wouldn't say go to UCLA because, I mean, that's not really his style. Chip Kelly's not really his style for real. Uh, But, I mean, he probably could have went anywhere and really been real good. But it's good to see him kind of putting all the pieces together, man, because he's another guy that's a draftable prospect too, man. He's really big, so he – He's got some uh he's got some big bend in him, you know. He's big, he's hard to tackle, and he's got a cannon for uh-huh. him. Big body. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's got a little bit more wiggle though than uh than Big Ben. Big Ben had no wiggle. He's just big. <laughs> he had no wiggle, man. He just he was just big, man. But Big Ben wasn't running like that. He got a little bit more wiggle, man. But he's a big dude, man. You know what I'm saying? We talked about uh, Jamarcus Russell, right? That's who he reminds me of in terms of, like, his body type and play style. I mean, he's obviously a better Mm -hmm. passer than than, uh, Big body, long, strong. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Big body, mobile enough to get around, but not not a But in terms of, like, Build and then play style a little bit. It kind of reminded me of Jamarcus Russell at, at LSU, man. Uh, I mean, he was big, mobile, big cannon arm, man. Surprisingly quick too. Uh, so I, I, that's what I think of, and I think you know he has to go to the right system, man. But I think he'd be good, man. He's definitely a draftable person. Like I think mm-hmm. maybe second, third round, maybe. You know what I'm saying? He might sneak into the first round with like a a contender looking for a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? So depending on how the season ends up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, it's gonna be a few teams like looking for quarterbacks. So you know, so mm-hmm. I don't know, but we can get that into that in the NFL. Like we can have like a little like I guess a standings type of peek to see where teams will end up later. Because I think it's a couple teams that need a quarterback. Bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, like I said, you know, you never know. We've had we've seen drafts where they run on quarterbacks, where it's like they just drafting dudes just to have one. I mean, I've seen mm-hmm. Jake Locker. I've seen him. I was like, 
I mean, maybe last year, the year. Before. Jake Locker was good though, man. Jake he, Locker was good. He was good, but he should have came out the year before, not the not the year he came out. He should have, and him going to Tennessee wasn't Tennessee wasn't the right place for him to be either. True. I find true, 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 true. I agree, I agree. You're gonna argument for me there, uh, but I mean, then you got guys like um. Uh, EJ Manuel, who's really good on television, Oof. by the way. He's really good on television. If you ever seen uh NCC Network, he's really good on television. Really good. Mm. Uh so uh, you know, him going to Buffalo was kind of you know, it was up and down. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't see him as a first round talent, but I mean they needed a quarterback. So I mean, hey, why not? You know what I'm saying? So uh, he was more of a first round talent than Christian Ponder. Yeah, Christian Ponder. Who's another Florida State guy? Yeah, man. I mean, it ain't been a good run for, for Florida State quarterbacks lately, has it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Besides Jameis, and he ain't even really did all that much either. Yeah, so. And even Jameis, dog, that wasn't that good either. So, mm-hmm. I mean, what, you got Chris Winkie? <laughs> yeah, that's like the last good one. I don't think he was – he didn't translate that much in no, the league either. Really, because he went to the Panthers, bro. In <laughs> <laughs> their expansion and team, in their inaugural season, so you know that mm-hmm. was bad. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but he did. He was all right though. But he was like 29. He's a 29 year old rookie. Like, come on, like Brandon Whedon. Yeah, man. But Chris Winkie was way better than Brandon Whedon. Oh like, yeah. I don't know why Brandon Whedon? I don't know. I don't know. Man, he was all right. I don't understand. I still don't understand. But that's Cleveland for you. Thanks. <laughs> that's Cleveland for you, man. But uh, but like I said, this is our preview recap of uh college football, man. Um, like I said, we hope you enjoyed it, man, because we talk about it a lot, man. Uh, we burning the midnight oil, man. Uh, getting it late, getting it late here, uh, where I am. I'm sure, it's late where where Brandon is. So, but you know, what I'm saying we enjoy talking about college football, man. So it really ain't no time, man. Uh, but like I said, before we get up out of here, man, anything you gotta say? Yeah, man, it's really good to be back here working together. We've been separate for feels feels like forever. But, man, just stay on the grind. You know, we really appreciate you guys. Uh, shout out again to Off the Ball Network. Bunch of really crazy guys that are just really hyped and just always want to talk sports, man. Good environment, good positive environment. So we're thankful to them for the, the opportunity to be able to work with them and reach more people. Uh, like he said, you guys should check out BetUS. Make sure you check the link in the description. Got some really cool stuff over there if you guys are into stuff like DraftKings and stuff like that. BetUS has been around for a long time. So I think you should, you should really check it out. Like he said, uh, I want to say in the beginning, we're approaching 10,000, man. We'd really appreciate it if you guys would hit that subscribe okay. button. If you guys like the comment, if you guys like this kind of content, like the video. And don't forget to hit the bell notification. You hit the bell notification every time there's a short, every time there's a video, every time we make posts, announcements, you get all of that. So anytime we make shorts out of videos, you got that. New preview content, recap content, you've got that. If you like college football stuff, we've got playlists, NFL playlists, top five playlists, what if playlists, can have an open discussion playlist starting here pretty soon. So, man, we just would really appreciate it. Hit the like button, 
comment, subscribe, hit that bell notification, man. We are grateful. We are thankful. Just strap, strap in. Let's get ready for the ride, guys. Hey, couldn't have said it better myself, man. Go Army. <laughs> <laughs> <It's hard. laughs> All right, we up out of here. Peace.